Hello, I'm Samant Bhatia. I'm a financial journalist. Um, today I'm with James Dorrington and Ken Simons, and they are two of the founding partners of ICF Consulting. Uh, Ken, James, first of all, what is ICF Consulting? Um, well, actually, firstly, Samant, I'd like to thank you for helping us with our first podcast. And um, we started ICF Consulting on the back of the implementation of a financial services company, basically. So we implemented Metrics Ring, uh, we implemented eight modules, we did it in uh, 18 months and we implemented it successfully, basically. So that, that was part of a merger, demerger transaction that they were doing in the open market. We decided to set the company up on the back of that experience, basically working with Metrics Ring and also in conjunction with discussions with a number of other um, companies that were anticipating undertaking such a um, journey at the time as well. Um, we were successful, uh, which is, I suppose, one of the reasons to start to do something like that because you can bring success to it. But also we enable Metricstream to learn as well. And they became, I suppose, our primary partner as we you know, set up the company, basically. So we, we work with a number of different um, GLC systems providers now as well. So I just wanted to say that as well. So that the, the way... So we're talking about risk here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, GLC, governance, risk and compliance. I don't know, James, if you want to say anything to, to clarify. Yeah, I think um, what might explain that a little bit as well is the name of the company. So ICF, the, the initial was, uh, stand for an integrated control framework and what that means is is that you know lots of uh, companies build that they could be in financial services which we've all three of us have been involved in our careers but it could be a media company a, a tech startup <clears throat> you work very very hard to build up your IP sometimes you know some very strong capital in the company become profitable um, so you've, you've, you've created that situation so you, you need to look after it so that's where your risk comes. So the intellectual property we're talking Absolutely. about here. Any, any, any company exists because it produces something tangible or intangible. So by virtue of its existence, you create risk in the world. You know? So uh, not, that's not always a financial risk. It's just the risk of operating. That's why we use this term operational uh, risk. So you have to somehow, you know, monitor or you know the common word that we use is to control that risk so what what ken and i do is implement these systems that allow you to to collect that information around risk and, and control um and, and all sort of the, the metrics and reporting off the back of that so that a company knows exactly where they are with their risk profile so that's that's a bit more of an explainer about what, what we're doing here yeah I've got to be honest with you, that, that, that sounds quite difficult and quite complex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there you are, you've set up this company which deals with risk of you know, companies from financial to media, uh, insurance. Um, why do a podcast then? Why have you brought me in, as it were? You know, I've known Ken for many years and, sure. and, and it's obviously a pleasure to work with Ken again, but you know, why a podcast? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a decent question. Yeah, and so I suppose, I mean, it, it follows on from why we started the company, basically. So, you know, we were successful in what we initially did, and we've applied those practices to other GRC companies and to other clients as well. 
what we want to do is, I suppose, create a community around what we do, but also what other people do as well. So we want to create an interactive community. We hope that, you know, the people that participate in it will learn and develop. Um, it may appeal to people like us that do transformation, you know, general GRC transformation, sorry, general GRC professionals, but also software vendors as well. So, we're, you know, we're going to get participation through some of the partners that we work with as well. But, I mean, one of the key things that we strive to do in what we do is try and draw out the value of what we're doing for the client, um, the client, sorry, the client, the client's clients. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and generally try and ensure that they start to derive value as soon as possible. That's one of the key things that we look to do. We also work with clients with a view that they consider their outcomes rather than the details of what they do now. You, you know, you go off and you buy a shiny new piece of software that's got, I suppose, the blood, sweat and tears of a number of past implementations, etc., 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 wrapped in up. That has some value. We're not saying that they're all perfect, but I think that what we try, well, I don't think I know, what one of the things that we try and encourage our clients to do is actually think about their outcomes and challenge what they do and make sure that they're clear about what they do. Because invariably there is value in the product and using the product as it comes. Those practices need to evolve and they need to, I suppose, be broader. Um, because I think I think what we want to do is try and get to a situation where there is scale and value in the in the GRC world. It's typically looked at an opportunity to I suppose avoid cost and risk and issues and all that sort of stuff. But we also see you know value added to clients as a consequence of doing this. You know the interaction between the first and second and third line. The better understanding of risk means that products and services get better. Um, that you know there's lots of stuff that. Um, companies get out of doing this sort of transformation that we want to make sure that people appreciate and understand um, and also I think one of the things that we also talk about is actually trying to make GRC technology a lot more accessible to people if we can bring the costs down you know you can get this in schools and all this sort of stuff as well so you know we we went into this because it is I think at the moment quite an expensive undertaking I, I would say for most people but yeah. the broader and more accessible it becomes, I think, to organisations and entities throughout the whole community. I think, you know, the, the better, you know, hopefully the world will be. To be so if we look at it like um, in the whole, in the round, you've got, uh, you, you want to manage risk and your IP, um, you've got the software, you've got these great outcomes you want to be able to manage your risk better. but. The key really is the implementation, isn't it? And that's where you, you, you guys come in, that you want to kind of de-risk the implementation in a way, make it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's interesting because I think there's part of what we do, part of the value that we bring is actually getting companies to understand the value out of it. And then the other part is trying to simplify and get clients to understand the, how easy it is to get value. Because I think lots of risk people ponder things sometimes a bit longer than they need to, to so we try and get our clients up and using part of the system within about three three months you know we see that as a an important thing to do because you know it's a broader business the business is investing in something it needs to get a return as soon as it can so i think that you know that's generally what we try and do with people is there so yeah well i think as well to be fair to the you know risk audit or, or compliance community they're not necessarily project managers. So, you know, that, 
that's where we think we can come in and help because quite often, you know, firms will invest a lot of money in technology and some of them are seen as sexier and, and, and shinier and the, AI, the word AI gets thrown about a lot than others, you know. So when, when firms invest in, it, in a GRC tool, quite, quite often the driver might be, we have to, you know, um, but actually they should be able to see beyond that. So what we try and do is help uh, the, the GRC teams involved, again, the audit risk and compliance are normally quite big these days. So they're often left alone to their own devices without getting the necessary project governance around it. Some firms do that better than others, you know, I think in our experience. So um, getting, getting a firm like ICS involved just, just bridges that gap between kind of making the decision, selecting a vendor, getting the right people around it in terms of their knowledge, but not necessarily in terms of delivery. And, and, and we find quite often that you know, a, a firm will sign a licensing contract and then not not quite know what to do next. And that's where we can really help. We, we get things moving quite quickly, as Ken says. We've just identified, this goes back to the reason for doing the podcast and getting other people involved. We think we've identified ways to get people up and running using the system quite quickly, normally within sort of six to eight weeks or, or you know, as Ken said before. Um, and, and that's where we think we, we call sort of really our value. That's, I think one thing just to add to that is as well, so I mean, as a company, we have complementary skills. So we have experience of, you know, significant transformation, you know, from outsourcing and, and large restructuring programs at financial institutions and throughout other businesses. You know, we have good competency around risk compliance, an audit and understanding the processes and the practices and the regulatory consequences around those sorts of environments, but also from an operational process and an organisational design as well. You know, we, we have good, strong competencies in those sorts of areas. When we bring them together with an underpinning of, you know, good understanding of data, a good understanding of technology and a good understanding of reporting. So, so as a company, we bring those sorts of facets into our clients. And we also think that those are the key areas that an organisation, particularly when it's doing a big transformation that we're talking about, needs to have, you know, within its arsenal, for one of the better terms, to be successful. So if I were to summarise, it's making compliance easier, easier to implement, easier to understand, and I suppose making sure that you keep doing the compliance correctly in the future. Correct, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that what we try and do as well is get companies and our clients to understand why they're doing things and um, you know we, we, we do appreciate that there are some nuances to what certain companies do that make them different and we, we do we do get that but there is a core of what all companies do that is the same in particularly in risk compliance and regulation because it's all listed out you know there are certain things that you are expected to do and you know there are optimal ways of doing it but there are nuances that clients have and we do recognize that but we, you know, we often find, well, we would often, but we, we have a number of occasions where we've gone into clients and said, you know, why are you doing that? And the reason is I'm doing it because such a person relies on me to do it. And then you ask that person why they're doing it. And they say, I've got no idea why they send it to me. I'll delete it. And then and, and that is right. And what we try to do is work with clients and get them to be crystal clear about why they're doing something because then there are different ways of doing things and there's different ways of getting the sound, same outcome. And when you start to look at it a lot more holistically, you can optimize things and it makes everybody's life better. It, yeah, and, and, and that's part of the journey that we go on with clients. 
So I think I should ask you, this is the first of hopefully many podcasts, what can we expect in future episodes? <laughs> well, I think we'll, um, we'll have to see where that road leads to a little bit, I think. But I guess you know, we want to talk about, spend more time talking about how a firm uh, extracts the maximum value from what they're doing. That's a term that a lot of consultants use and it gets banded around a lot. But we hope that when we go through this journey that people will actually understand that they'll have a, a real world tangible understanding of what that word means rather than just sort of banding it about. We also want to sort of develop into other areas and talk about um, ESG and, and certainly the governance part of that and, and also kind of, I guess, delve into some of the social stuff about how you know, we talk about things like unconscious bias and things like that in the workplace. Um, we want to certainly get into some of those sort of more expansive areas as we go along as well. Not not just dwell on GLC and operational risk and compliance and things yeah. like that. But get guests on that actually can push into some of these areas because whether people like it or realise it or not, a lot of the stuff that we talk about now is all involved in how well a firm operates and how well it protects its value. And so, yeah, we hope to get some exciting guests on with Delvin's summer yeah, areas yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, we're, we're looking forward to it, aren't we? So I think um, we've done this, um, you know, out of um, benefit for our company, but also we do genuinely want to get, you know, some social benefit out of this. And um, I think one of the things we talked about when we talked a lot of big about what we formed the company was trying to make GRC a lot more accessible to, you know, to lots more companies, basically. So. We're hoping that this podcast starts to simulate that sort of um, community, for want of a better term, that all want to strive for the same thing. And just, as James says, you know, we're hoping to have some quite interesting guests on to just talk about risk in their context. But I think one of the key things that drives us is making sure that people appreciate what GRC is. And it's, it's the value thing that I think is, is quite important. And we're going to spend, I think, a bit of time on that up front. You know, talking about value, talking about some of the business cases, and also the communication aspects. I mean, because we spend yeah. time with clients, um, talking to some of the boards, with risk, um, um, risk and compliance um, chiefs to get that board and their peers to understand um, why you know the organisation would benefit from such an undertaking, basically. So you know the kind of the questions which are being asked by boardrooms. You, you've got an idea of, like the common problems people have got, and you've got some good stories to tell. Yes, exactly, and we're hoping that will actually end up driving the episodes as they come along rather than try to talk pretty on it up front. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Ken, James, thank you so much thank for so much. Uh, uh, for sparing your time today and trying to explain a, a very, very worthwhile, if somewhat complex, uh, area to me. Thank you. No, thank you so thank much. You. Well. Cheers for taking the time. Cheers. Cheers.